recognize that theme music? Well, then do we have a treat for you. None other than Max Ballard himself, the one and only Scott Vicarious joins us. Scott and I met when he briefly dated my infamous acquaintance, Joanna. But there's always been something I've really liked about him. When you listen, you'll see that he is one of those rare types that doesn't come along often, and it was great to chat with him. This song is longer than I expected, so I'll add that we welcome an important person back to the podcast, although you have to listen closely to catch her. Welcome back, Amy. We missed you. Welcome to the Loose and Conversational Podcast. Yeah, she's actually a big fan. Appreciate that. Thank you. Grew up um, watching you. Yeah. So when I talked and, to you before, oh, I was going to say we share a birthday too, Scott. Oh, September. September thirteen. There we go. Well, that's crazy. That's crazy. Both, that is crazy. Both uptight Virgos. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, yeah, very, very uptight. <laughs> I'm just going to cross my arms and sit in the corner. <laughs> so talking to you just one on one before, you never wanted to talk about being a celebrity because I'm not a celebrity. You are a celebrity man. Well, well no, okay, well, oh, okay. well, we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. I just want to know what we're allowed to talk about, what we're not allowed to talk about. Yeah. No, we could talk about anything. I, I, I think the biggest thing is I have a lot of stories. I may censor myself on some of them, but I mean, in general, we can talk about whatever we want. Okay, good. I just got to be careful because, you know, sometimes it's one of those things where... What's the best way to put it? You were really racist in the past? We've never been celebrities. No, we don't no. know. <laughs> you used to use women no, like jizz rags? You had a Coke addiction? No, <laughs> yeah. no none of that. But it, it you just kind of don't want to maybe tell some of those stories that you know about that are going to put somebody else in a bad light. Or if you drink enough PBRs, and this is ideally how the podcast works. Okay, what's PBR? I'm sorry. Pass Blue Ribbon. Okay, I still don't Do you know, know where that come, Do you know where that comes from? No, I don't even know what I don't know what it is. So it's a beer. Yeah. Oh, okay. is it Milwaukee? <gasps> Milwaukee, uh, Chicago. It might be Milwaukee. Actually, I'm going to look. I don't have my reading glasses on because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a movie that featured it when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. So it's Milwaukee, but but the thing about PBR is it got the name Pabst Blue Ribbon because it was in the I think 1931 Chicago World's Fair. And it won oh, yeah. the Blue Ribbon. So it was just Pap's beer and then became Pap's Blue Ribbon. Well, gotcha. All right. And they're still hanging on to it. They're Whoa. still they're, they're, they're still like, you know what? We're and still- that's your drink of choice? Like when you're huddled in the corner, that's what you want to drink? Yeah. So why do you drink Pap's Blue Ribbon? Cheap. Easy. I mean. <laughs> oh, oh. That's how David likes his women. So yeah. he knows. <laughs> But it's also like it's low alcohol, like it's 4.9, so it's not that bad. Like I'll get, you <laughs> yeah, know, because nice... that extra 0.1% of That sounds alcohol. like what I'm not looking for in a drink, you yeah. know, low alcohol content. Yeah. yeah. You know, you could just set the beer down with one sip left in it and be like, there we go, low alcohol. <laughs> yeah, true. The point of the podcast is we drink and we oh, just yeah. talk. Oh, yeah. So yeah. ideally what often happens is we have these great conversations, we have a lot of good stuff, and then uh, and then I do a lot of editing. So I do I edit these things quite a bit. And actually, my girlfriend was listening to the one we just released yesterday, and she's, she kind of wants to come on the podcast, but she's like, I just can't come up with things that quickly. I just can't talk that quickly. I'm like, well, neither do we. <laughs> we edit it, right? <laughs> yeah. So the other good yeah. thing is, if you say anything you regret, 
then you can be like, hey, take this out. Yeah. And if you want, I'll send okay. it to you before I release it. And we can take anything out. Fair Jen's enough. sister, who, by the way, used to be our number one podcast. Now is our number two what podcast. What are you looking at? I'm looking at Jen. She's sitting over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're in our I, studio. Is it throwing you I off? Just, yeah. No, you just keep... You keep looking up, and I'm like, what, what are you looking at? Okay, Jen is right there. So if I look that way. Okay. okay I guess fair it enough. does. Yeah, I'm an actor. Yeah, it, right? does, it so does look like I'm more on you, you gotta look. You got to look right by the camera. So I got to look right into the camera? What if I look no, at you? Not it. You don't look. No, you don't look at me. You look right beside the camera. Right beside the camera? That's Jen. <laughs> I'm confused no. here. I'm no actor. You're Scott. no actor. I'm no, yeah. I'm no actor. You could never okay. take direction. Yeah. Actually, you know what? One of the things that I think is most impressive about actors, and maybe this will be the first question I ask you. So you get a script and you read it. And here's the words I'm supposed to say. And then, you know, the other person would have words that they're supposed to say. Do you have to remember every single thing and say it exactly like the script is written? Yeah. And no. I, I, I mean, it, it kind of works both ways. So... You read the script and then you have to memorize it and you have to do it. But the problem is, is it really depends on who your writer and producer and director are. And so what really comes into play is you can paraphrase. And most producers, directors, those type of people, they understand that that's what you're doing. There are some that are very specific and they go, nope. I want this exactly what I wrote. And that makes it difficult. But in general, I mean, you just, you're just kind of portraying that character that they want. And you don't have to actually be word for word, but you have to get the the point across and make it specific. And does it ever screw you up if the other person, oh, by the way, what I'm doing now is I'm talking into my microphone. <laughs> The, yeah, uh, no, I, <laughs> I, can, I can see that. I can tell. <laughs> if you're doing a scene with somebody and they do a lot of ad-libbing, does that throw you off? No. Is it actually better? It can be better. It can be worse. I mean, what you really want to do is be in that moment, right? So if I'm working with somebody and they change the lines or change something, well, it's my job to change it to match what they do. Oh, cool. I don't have an issue with that. So a really good actor, like who's your favorite actor? Ooh, I got a lot. I'll just name one. Pick one. one. Sean Penn. Sean Penn? Oh, really? Do you like Sean Penn? I do like Sean Penn, but he hasn't really been in a lot lately, so, but he is good. Oh, oh! So he's he's over and done with. Yeah, basically yeah, he's over the hill. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't been in a lot. Like yeah, like he hasn't done anything recently. So yeah, neither is Mar- <laughs> neither is Marlon Brando. Neither is James Dean. It's true. Um, Do you have you anybody know I mean? you know like, more relevant? You know more relevant. Oh, relevant. <laughs> Sean Penn <laughs> is not relevant. Wow. Um, yeah, he said yeah, he was his favorite uh, actor, Jed. <laughs> But all right, okay. all right. No judgment. Whatever. Okay, so would Sean no. Penn do a lot of ad-libbing or almost no ad-libbing? He strikes me as a no ad-libber. I, I wouldn't know. I've never actually worked with him. Um, look, I mean, you can look at guys like Ryan Gosling, who I'm sure we're going to touch on. I have a feeling we're going to touch on that. But I mean... Jen made a prayer face. I did not. Like, I'm just going to make Canadian guys like Ryan Reynolds amazing and so much fun. And I guarantee Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, they ad lib. Leo is is great. I'm pretty sure he ad libs. That's my favorite actor. I, I love Russell Crowe. There's no limit to the amount of amazing actors we actually have. 
And I think time kind of lets you know who those people are. And I think you look back on history and you go, oh, this person's great. This person's great. And people say some people are great nowadays. It doesn't mean they're actually great. But I think 10, 20 years down the road, like I love De Niro. I love Pacino. I love all those guys as well. So when you're a fan of a craft, you're just a fan. And it doesn't mean that somebody's bad, even if they only do one movie or one thing that's really, really good because they actually get what they're doing. Do you find that you look at movies more critically than like I would look at a movie? Like, um, I did (laughs) not so much anymore. No, when I was acting, I really was critical. Yeah. And then now that I'm not acting anymore, I just try to enjoy it because it's an an escape, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if you look at movies differently than I look at movies. Yeah. Because I look for the big three, nudity, (laughs) violence, and cool lines. Right. Those are the big three. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's why my yeah. all-time favorite actor is Mickey Rourke. Because he has nudity? Well, he's... Yeah, tons. You, you like him being naked? Do you like no, him I like, being no, naked? I like, no, I like women being naked. But usually if he's in a movie, you can count on naked women. Ah. Yeah, no, fair enough. I, Although, I think I, he is a good-looking man. He used to be a good-looking man. <laughs> yeah, he used to be. Yeah, he's not anymore. Well, I'm not. And, you know, age kind of catches up. With no, do, right? do you know what happened to Mickey Rourke? And I don't know if this is true. I don't know if any of this is true. <laughs> oh, but okay. he, he really got into boxing and he decided he wanted to be a pro boxer. And he fought a Russian and the Russian beat him so bad that he had to get like his face put back together. And then, really? I don't know. Yeah, and it didn't. Huh. I mean, yeah. obviously, if you see Mickey Rourke from nine and a half weeks, and I love Mickey Rourke. Or, and yeah. then you see Mickey Rourke from like The Wrestler. Yeah, it's... Two different Mickey Rourkes. Yeah, yeah. But I think he's... I like him. Well, I, like him. I, like, I like his style of movie, right? That's like... Yeah, no, I agree. But that's like 30, 40 years difference. I literally just saw respect, like for me, like leak out of Scott when I said that I thought he was a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. What? No, I, he I, is. I think he mean? is. I think he is. I actually, I you know think what? he's when, amazing. Yeah. When people ask me what my favorite movie is, I always say it's Jaws because I really like Jaws quite a bit. And I think it's a respectable movie to say it's my favorite movie. It's actually not my favorite yeah. movie. A, an obscure movie from the 80s called Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man is my all-time favorite movie. And, <laughs> I know uh, the movie. Yeah, he's in it. He's in it. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he, he's, he, he's amazing. My favorite movie is a movie called With Nail and I. Oh, I totally remember that. British movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think I watched... That's an old movie because I think I watched Richard it in e. Grant. high school maybe. Oh, I, yeah. I could never... I don't know anybody who was in it, but it's it's kind of like dry British humor sort of. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's absolutely amazing. You know, I could watch it right now and I wouldn't... I don't think I would remember one scene from it, but I remember in high school, it was like a cool movie to watch for lack of a better way. It's to amazing. It, so. Yeah. It, 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 it really is good. Richard E. Grant is amazing. He acts like it's a movie about two out of work actors in England, 1960s. All they do is drink and do drugs. And Richard E. Grant never actually drank or did drugs and plays the character so beautifully. So yeah. he plays like a romanticized version of drinking and doing <laughs> drugs. It's not romanticized. No, it's it's actually like you watch it and, and, and it's it's funny, it's heartfelt, poignant. It's it's really good. I highly recommend watching it again. Okay, cool. Uh, you know what? Maybe I will. I wonder if you could find it anywhere. I'm sure. 
I have it on DVD. So if you oh, want, wow. I'll mail it to you. There you go. Do you have a DVD player, David? Yeah, of course I have a DVD. Oh. It's not hooked up. I don't have a DVD really? player. Yeah, no. Yeah, everybody, well, I think we've got two or three. Oh, wow. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to tell a really quick story just because I'm going to forget okay. to tell it. I think it's okay. funny. When we first started to do the podcast, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, welcome, everybody. This is Scott Vicarious. <laughs> oh, um, hi. I, I really wanted to, you were one of the first guys I thought would be great. And actually, oddly enough, not because, like, I forget that you were uh, an actor because I didn't meet you as an actor. I, I met you as a guy who worked at a hotel. And oddly enough, we've had a lot of guys who worked at from Kananaskis here. And it's almost like the one thing I don't want to talk about because we beat it to <laughs> oh, death in okay. our in our. We've done two podcasts yeah. now, which have basically been talking about working there. And we always I'm end up fine kind with of, that. Okay, good. We always end up beating up on Kananaskis. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know, they don't deserve that much. But there's two podcasts dedicated to it. You know, Brent? Remember Brent Cedarham? Yeah. He was on the yeah. podcast. And do you remember yeah. Kevin Birch, who was the chef? I don't know if he was there when you were there at all. I know. I never worked with him. Oh, he was la- on last week's podcast and he was really good. But yeah, we've done that. So anyway, when I first thought of having you as a guest on the podcast, it's because I think you're a great guy to talk to. I'd kind of like to learn Appreciate more about that. you. So here's was my idea, because before we were saying we're never going to do remote. We're always going to be in person. I wonder how we could we could get Scott to do it in person. <laughs> yeah, Jen just realized the story I'm telling. <laughs> so you work at a hotel and yeah. I saw a job posting at the hotel. So almost as a joke, I applied for it. And oh, like really? literally, yeah. And the goal was to get there to you. Yeah, so if that I could do a could really record. good, if I could do a really good job, <laughs> then I could like do a quick podcast with Scott and leave. Yeah. And like literally, dude, literally, dude, I should show you the cover letter I wrote. <laughs> like, I never in a million years thought they would call me. I kind of, and then they did, and then the interview went really well. And then they said, "Oh, let's book your flight." Yeah. Then they were like, "Okay, book a flight. We can come out here on Thursday." And and then I called you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but by and that then point, I called I you. Them. That's um, very not flattering because it was creepy. promote your own show. No, not creepy. Well, it's kind of but flattering. Like, it's kind of it, creepy. It, it kind of is. <laughs> it kind of is. But at the same time, like I instantly when I heard your name, I was like, I'm going outside right now to call David to let him know what he's about to get into. And then that was a half hour conversation. You actually never mentioned any of this. You just no, went, I, well, that's kind of the way it is, and I pulled out of it. And... No, because David's kind of a fanboy, but he likes to be a DL fanboy. Yeah. 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 Well, and also I was okay. a little I was a little like wondering, because when they everything went well, and it's like, yeah, we're going to fly out here, I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> and actually, b- before it all happened, because they didn't call me right away, I had realized, you know, I kind of should stop doing some of the stuff. Like, I shouldn't be... Stop doing things for shits and giggles. Yeah, I shouldn't be applying for jobs and having interviews just for fun. Even though I just told Jen before this, I'm going to do it again for another one. But I was like, I should be more serious. This is my career and stuff. And then then they called me. And I I had a good chat with the guy, right? But yeah, then I realized. I also heard that that property was a lot... And I, Mm -hmm. I don't mean this as a slight to anybody. I thought it was bigger than it was. And I thought there was more going on. So no. the idea of like, it's actually smaller than where I am now. But you didn't want like the job. That's not why you applied. No, no. But if they'd called and everything had gone well and it was like a 400 room resort or yeah. something like that, I would have been, you Considered know, it. romance me, baby. That's, <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's Kananaskis. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's probably not going to happen if you listen to the, <laughs> the Brent. Yeah, he's kind of shot himself in the foot yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Although we didn't say any, I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I just want to tell that quick story. And then, yeah. if, and then, so yeah. anyways, you, so yeah. tell us about you were, how long did you live in LA for? Or the first, okay, sorry. I'm how gonna, did you I'm get into acting? Up. Can we yeah, go I'm, back there? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. back it up more. What made you okay. decide to be an actor? Life. 
I'm going to jump in really quick, and I hate it when I do this when I'm listening to the podcast. Okay. But I want to talk about something. I want you to, when we ask this question, oh, fuck, I forgot it. Oh, sorry. What made you want to be an actor? How did you become an actor? Blah, blah, blah. But then also, you just said a little while ago that you're not an actor anymore. So why do you not consider yourself an actor anymore? Um, oh, wow. Okay. Where do you want me to start? Loaded question. At the beginning. <laughs> why you became an actor be- and then. Okay. Okay. So, hmm. How do I? Okay. Like, did you fall into it? Did you set like? Did you were you intentional yeah. about getting into acting? Was it to pick up women? Yeah. Yeah. No, I fell into it. it really, how it kind of comes down to, and this this is kind of a a funny story. You know how you hear about these stories about people getting into modeling? You know, somebody hands a card to somebody and says, "Hey, I think you'd make a great model." You know, and it it seems kind of cheesy and kind of creepy. Really, in a way, I like a blowjobs yeah. involved. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it is when I had the card. Nude to somebody, pictures, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that wasn't involved with me. <laughs> so what ended up happening was I was living in Sherwood Park, working at a nightclub, and um, one of my buddies from my football team, I played junior football for the Wildcats. He calls me up and he goes, "Hey, let's go to this bar in the Northeast. It's." having a wet t-shirt contest. And so I say, okay, why not? You know, I'm 18 years old. I'm going to go out and have some fun, have a few drinks. So we go there and then the people who are actually judging it was some guy from John Casablanca's. You remember that name for modeling? Yeah. No, this may surprise you. I've never been a model. (laughs) Oh, okay. Surprising. Um, anyways, it sounded, it sounded anyways, like a brand of cigarettes. <laughs> so, anyways, I go out there and some guy approaches me and gives me a card and says, Hey, you know, you should call us. And then it's the whole scheme of taking headshots and mm. doing all this. But then it kind of made me think. I was like, Well, if somebody's approached me, maybe I have something. Mm-hmm. My sister lived in Calgary at the time. She had a friend who's Mom ran a agency and it was called Patty Faulkner. So I kind of sent some pictures to them and they were like, yeah, we want to work with you. And I took some acting courses where literally I was working at Joey Tomatoes Kitchen way back in the day before it was oh, called Joey, Joey Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Joey Tomatoes, yeah. I saw yeah. my stepdad this weekend. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I really love Joey Tomatoes. I'm like, it hasn't been called Joey Tomatoes for I don't even know how Well, long. this was before Joey Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 It was it was way back in the day. I actually, my manager was Darren Getty, who was the old, what was his dad's name, who was the premier? Don Getty. Don Getty. Yeah. So I would drive to Calgary once a week and take an acting class. And then I went to some modeling and talent convention. Like everything I did was what oh you're not God, supposed to. Oh my God, a modeling and talent convention must have been the sleaziest thing ever. Oh, I can only imagine. And if it's not, I don't want to hear it's not. It was. And it's something that like everything sounds like the wrong thing to do. But then I ended up going out to Vancouver and did a monologue in front of a casting director who discovered Jason Priestley. And then he he recommended that I pack up my bags and come out and he's going to help me and he's going to find an agent for me or help me find an agent. So I did all of that kind of stuff. And life kind of every once in a while throws stuff in your face. And it's like that. It's a carrot that gets put in front of you and you go, no, I'm I'm not going to follow that or I am. Mm -hmm. And then I just slowly just kind of went, "Okay, I'm going to give it a try. What have I got to lose? So each step of the way, I 
just went, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I've never been somebody who, when I do something, I do it full on. I'm like a bull in a china shop. And I just kind of go and and that's what ended up happening. And so I went out to Vancouver. I'm, I think I left Sherwood Park with 500 bucks, got out there, got a job, started acting. And nine months to a year later, I ended up getting a gig and another gig and another gig and wow. kind of went from there. Cool. How did you wind up on Breaker High? Yeah, tell us the Breaker High yeah. story. <laughs> that was not anything exciting. It was something where, you know, like any other audition, you go out, you audition, you know, you get a call back and you go back in. And then my agent called me and said they want to fly to LA. And why don't you go to LA and, you know, you do your screen test and do all that kind of stuff. So I did that. And I remember the one thing I remember, it was on UPN, which was before... CW because yeah, it was I remember WB. UPN. Yeah. Yeah. And there was that. And I remember I didn't realize it. Sorry, I was just gonna say I didn't no. realize it was actually on UPN. I thought it was all Canadian, but <laughs> No, it was UPN. Yeah. It was Saban who did Power Rangers and what else? Sweet Valley High. But it filmed out of Vancouver, right? Yeah, Burnaby. Yeah. No, no, it was on a ship, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> if only. <laughs> yeah. We went on a ship once. Cruise ship came in, all the guests left. We shot our opening title sequence and then left. Oh, cool. So that was so the, rest the was only on time set. on the ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything was in Burnaby. But yeah, I went down and then it was funny because three Canadians, we all went together. One ended up on Corner Gas and then we all went to a bar after, you know, the screen test. And then. Ooh, wait a minute. Sorry. I don't mean to just interrupt. Corner gas. David loves corner gas. Yeah, because so. like, because like, I'm, brace, I'm basically Brent Butt. Yeah. Was it that Tara girl? No, no. Tara Spencer Nairn's a, a good friend of mine. I've, I've yeah, known I know. Her I see. I see you, you go back and forth on social media, and I'm like, God, because I forget you're a celebrity. And I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> I'm not a celebrity uh, again. Anyways, um, you are. No. Okay. I think we all need to have at least another couple of drinks and tell your story. And then we need to get to the bottom of why you don't think you're a celebrity when you're a celebrity. <laughs> no, right, Scott, no, Scott, I, I'm I, not a celebrity. All right. So three Canadians okay, go down sorry, to LA, have a drink after the audition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Jen's role, <laughs> yeah. by the way, is to make me shut up and um, keep the story going. So I'm trying to figure out, and I know we're on Instagram and we're friends. I can't remember who it is. Dark haired. Anyways, we all go to a bar and Cheryl Crow's All I Want to Do is Have Some Fun <laughs> is playing. And then... Len, what was that song? Steal My Sunshine? Yeah, Steal My Sun Sunshine came on. So that kind of sticks out in my mind as that trip to LA to, you know, for Breaker High. And then I, I came back and my agent called me and I booked it. And I guess the rest is history. Because there was a few Canadians. So was it just three Canadians on the show or was there? Well, let's have fun no, naming. there was. Why don't you guys name the Canadians? I can only name three. I can only name three. Oh, I can't remember her name. It's slipping uh, yeah, my mind. Jen's looking at her I am phone. going to look at it. Uh, you, Scott Vicarious. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Labine. Is Tyler Canadian? Yep. Yeah. And of course, Ryan Gosling. Yep. And more. There's two that? more. I can't remember. Uh, Tamara. Tamara Goldstein. She's Canadian. Rachel Wilson. Not Tamara. <laughs> Oh yeah, Rachel. well she played she played Tamara. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But her name's Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rachel. She's Canadian, and then I run out there. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. Who who was the other Canadian? Kyle. Oh, 
Oh, okay. So five Canadians on this American show. And so when you guys were on the show, I mean, obviously, I remember watching it. Did you guys feel that sort of, you know, teenage girl, you know, ooh, ah, <laughs> no, fandom? No, <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, we shot that show really quickly. We shot 44 episodes in a period of nine months. Yeah. So that's a really short turnaround for two seasons. So yeah, no, sure. we didn't really get to notice it. It was only near the end where the show started to air and, and we got to know. So you did that for, well, basically almost two a years. Year. Yeah. A year, a year. Yeah, well, you know, nine yeah. months, that's a yeah. year. And uh, then what did you do after that? Packed up my bags and went to LA. <laughs> cool. And then you were in LA for 10 years. Mm, almost 12. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going by what you told me. <laughs> The, uh, so you're in there for 12 years. What made you decide yeah. in LA, I'm going to move back to Canada? Yeah, I'm done. So, you know, I was getting really close on a, a lot of roles and just kind of not hitting, right? Yeah. So it was first choice, second choice, this, that, and then not really kind of making that mark. So I, I thought, well, I'll go back to Canada, be closer to my mom and dad and family and everything. And so I decided to come back. Even when I got back, it was a different era. I, I I was older, so people knew I was older. They were used to me playing younger, so I went in for roles and I looked too old or I looked too young. And it was kind of, I, I got into an in-between stage. Yeah. yeah. And so when you came back to Canada, did you make the decision to no longer pursue it? Or do you still sort of um, pursue it here and there, depending on what's going on? So when I came back to Canada, what I decided to do was I need a paycheck, right? Yeah. Like you can only live off of what you made. So I got back into hospitality and then started doing that. And I still pursued acting, but not as aggressively. Mm -hmm. And then I got to a point where it was like, you know, I want this steady paycheck. I want to have a normal life. And so that's what I did. And then I kind of took a step back from acting. So you took a step back from acting, but and then you said earlier, you're not an actor anymore. Do you, I guess, I don't know how to ask this. Do you still want to act? Like, is it still something that you'd like, if you had an opportunity to do it tomorrow, would you go do it? Yep. Yeah. Do you still have an agent? Interesting. You asked. Um, no, I didn't. Two weeks ago, I have an agent. Oh, oh, good. Oh, so you're, and I can see by the look on your face there. So you're got something going, in other words, or you're, or at least you're hoping to push something in a certain direction. I'm a big believer, and and David, you know, you know people we've known in the past. Um, yeah, sometimes he means, life. He means Joanna. He means Joe. Faithful <laughs> listeners. Yeah, that's another. Her I feel and like we talk about her at least once a, yeah, a freaking episode. We beat yeah. up on her regularly. Yeah. Anyways, carry on. <laughs> But sorry, I did. I didn't mean to make light of what you're yeah, about to say. Yeah, so you are because I know what you're about to say, and I'm a big believer in this too. Yeah. No, it, it, it's all of a sudden um, I'm sitting here, and it's funny how social media works and everything like that. Mm. And I get a message about two weeks ago from a guy who used to be Soul Decisions road manager on the Christina Aguilera tour, and so we were all hanging out together. And he, he got a memory on Facebook and he was like, hey, how you doing, Scotty? Like, um, I don't know if you remember me. I'm Jason, blah, blah, blah. What are you up to? Are you still acting? And I was like, of course I remember you, Jason. What's going on and everything? And he says, well, I'm an agent. Are you still acting? And I said, no. And so now we're working together and, and hopefully, yeah, something comes of it. I've got a trip to the mainland. I got to get new headshots because mine are 10 years old. Been a while. Yeah. It's been a while, but um, yeah. So you know what? 
something may happen, something may not. And I know I love acting and it's the only thing I've ever loved other than sports. So for me, it's funny that you guys are doing this because I was like, do I talk about it or don't I? But you know what? The way I look at things is it can't hurt. So why not talk about it? Well, and I think, I mean, my own two cents on it is I think you, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know the life you've lived and stuff like that. But I think. Oh, it's been fun. Yeah, I imagine, <laughs> right? But I, but I think maybe, you know, I don't know how you look back on it. I don't know what your perspective is. But I think you probably look at everything that you've been through. Like we all do. You're like, eh, it's just my life, mm-hmm. right? You don't, like, yeah. even when we say you're a celebrity, you're like, I'm not a celebrity. It's like, no, dude, you're a celebrity, right? Like, if anybody you don't know knows who you are. Yeah. Do you get right? recognized ever? I used to more, maybe not as much now, but yeah. Well, Joe, I mean, you're Joe also recognized a, him. You're also on an island, you know, it's harder to uh, <laughs> have exposure, I guess. But I mean, there's yeah. so much that films out of Vancouver. So, I mean, there's, it feels like there's lots of opportunities. And Calgary. And Calgary, yeah. And Calgary, right? Yeah. And it's funny because you're not, if you thought you were in some kind of in-between area, you're like the same age as those other people. Yeah. Like, aren't you? Like, or you're, <laughs> you're, you're the same age as the Ryan. No, I yeah. am. Yeah. <laughs> But that in-between area comes down to, um, like, how you look. Yeah. But can't you kind of look however you want to look? (laughs) Are you talking plastic surgery? No, no, what I'm saying, no, just to explain what I meant by that, you're a good-looking guy. Like, you're a really good-looking guy. And you don't have well, no. Like, I appreciate that. No, it's about the the age you play, right? So yeah, it's fair. what people see you as. Yeah. So even if you're, yeah, I get that. Yeah. And, and we're gonna pause for a quick sec because my sure. PBR is empty. Oh yeah. Oh, hurry, hurry. And then you can edit. See, that's what's great about editing is like I'll walk away. Well, Scott's getting a beer. Let me ask you: Have you ever wanted to be on a podcast? We are looking for people to research topics and then be guests on the show to talk about them. It would help if you were reasonably good at speaking while tipsy, able to research topics and issues, and can put up with Jen and me. Don't worry about equipment or experience. All you need is a computer and Wi-Fi and want to be on a podcast. If you want to get involved, contact us through looseandconversational.com or our Facebook page. Come on, it's fun. Let's do this. I have one role. I'm just the star, just the voice. No, you do the social media now too. No, I don't know if no, I'm No, she's the celebrity. Yeah. yeah, she's the star. I mean, yeah. I would never say, no, no, I'm not a celebrity. I'd be like, of course I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm the opposite too. Are you a celebrity? I have a podcast. Yeah. I li- literally dozens of people yeah. listen to. Your one friend, Barrymore, is like, oh, the Jen. I'm like, I sure am. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're Scott Vicarious. You've got friends in high places. I'm sure low places too. But can't you just call one of these friends and say, hey, you're filming, you know, uh, insert Actually, action movie here <laughs> that's an excellent question you know who who would you like me to call so no but if you're and actually that's a good point if you're trying to get back into acting like if i'm trying well, to get but into i guess hotels, you kind of have to get it on your own merit though right do you i mean it's called nepotism or you know whatever it is for the other equivalent well you you tell us scott yeah <laughs> what well, well, i don't know you guys are having a great conversation so i'll let you guys fi- well I'm just figure saying, out you- what i should do <laughs> You know people in the industry, are they able to help? You know, like if I want to get into hotels, I call David, be like, hey, David, you got, you know, a position available. But I guess there has to be a position available. I guess, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, 12 years in LA, what, you didn't make friends in high places? I did. So what have you guys figured out from talking amongst yourselves? Nothing. We figured out yeah, nothing. Yeah, literally, literally <laughs> nothing. The, uh, um, well, and actually to use that analogy, if you called up and said, hey, you work in hotels, can you get a job in hotels? Well, probably not, right? Fair. Like, so maybe acting, maybe all, industry, all industries are the same way. Right? But it's who you know. Well, I mean, even like... That's it's, true. That's it's true. It's who you know, it, right? Yeah. Like, it is who you know. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So I'll, I'll kind of put it in, into perspective. What's the best way to kind of give this analogy? I know a lot of famous people, celebrities who aren't me. And yet I say I'm not a celebrity. Mm-hmm. So but you are. What, okay. But what do you think I would do if I'm trying to get back into it? If I'm saying I'm not a celebrity, but I know celebrities. I would say I'm a celebrity and give them a call. <laughs> No, I mean, I guess I can understand you not wanting to call in favors that you want friends to be friends. Is that kind of what you're saying? And not friends to be, you know, yeah. the leg up kind yeah. of thing, right? Like, but I think, yeah. you know, in working in the industry I work in, or just in the, the job I work in, it really does boil down to who you know, right? Like, I mean, yeah, that's true. When it people does. get jobs, it it's usually, you know, I don't want to like eight times out of 10. It's not because you applied on Indeed for a job. It's right. because you know, somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, right? Like, it's all about networking. So, you know, and that's just for, you know, just to job, let alone, you know, something that you're doing. So you don't make the call at the beginning, you make it at the end. Gotcha. So once you've kind That's of been the best in there, way to put it. Yeah. No, you, you make it at the end. Like you don't make the call to get in a room. Fair. You make yeah. the call to get the part. Yeah. So once you're in the room, right? you've done so the work. And once you're say- in the room and it's like, oh, and, and I hear from my agent, it's you or this guy. Yeah. And I know, I know somebody I can call yeah. or they know somebody they can call. That's when the phone call happens. Yeah, hmm. fair. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do it at the beginning because if you do it at the beginning, it doesn't matter where you get to. Yeah. It's, well, it's I, about yeah. when they're about to cast you. Fair enough. And I guess it's like, you don't want to be the friend who's always calling for the favor, right? Like you don't want to be the you friend who's always like, want hey. To be that friend. Yeah. Yeah. And we've all got that friend. I've got that friend for hotel discounts. It's like, hey, Jen, I need that hotel discount. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody yeah. wants to be Johnny Drama. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. So have you ever been starstruck? So, you know, 12 years in LA, I'm sure you've been to a lot of fun places. Have you ever been starstruck? Yeah, two people. Wayne Gretzky. Oh, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. When I was a little kid, I was yeah. super starstruck. And then... um Garth Brooks. Oh, I fucking love Garth Brooks. Oh, really? You met, like, well, how did you see Garth Brooks? I, I, I didn't meet or see him. I got into an elevator with him. Oh, oh wow. my gosh. That was I it. would be starstruck. How did yeah. you get an elevator with Garth Brooks? <laughs> the guy rides elevators by himself? I was in Vegas. Oh, wow. In Vegas. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. impressive. That was like probably like one of the best, actually two concerts that like made me emotional. Garth Brooks, because I thought he was never coming back and he finally did. And I somehow got tickets. Yeah, He'll be back and then- many times. Yeah, he will now. But there was a good period where obviously he wasn't performing. And then Cher, like I Cher, I went to a Cher concert and like it was me, my mom and my grandmother. And it was like three generations of us. Oh, it was like, yeah, phenomenal. Like amazing. I was emotional. I was I emotional love to see Cher. Yeah, she was phenomenal. Good old Cher. This is awesome. You guys are carrying the whole podcast. <laughs> you can just sit back and twiddle your thumbs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you had to put it on a scale of one to 10, so you work in hotels now, you work in food and beverage, yeah. but you want to, you want to make a jump above food and beverage, right? Well, how'd you yeah, get back into hospitality? To. Cause I mean, you were obviously working in hospitality before you went into acting. Yep. Yeah, and absolutely. I was a server, bartender, all that kind of stuff. So what do you like about hospitality? This is my interview question. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you like about hospitality? It's, it's acting. It's it's what I used to do. You know, I mean, every day is different. Everybody you meet, you get to meet so many different people, which is what I love. Whether it be the people that you work with or the guests that you see, you see something different every day. And so part of it is, you know, especially me and food and beverage, we're on show. Everything we do is about an act, a show, everything, making sure everybody is taken care of, making sure that the presentation is great. All 
all of everything that happens is acting. So that's kind of why I like it kind of why I got back into it. But also I got back into it because it's all I know. Yeah. It's all I know. And it's all I love. Yeah. So you're happy you went back into it. Absolutely. It's funny because I think last time we talked, I the advice I gave you was, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, was that being a, a general manager or stuff like that is all acting too. And it's funny because you have a lot less yeah. contact with people, which is why I got into it. And I miss it, to be honest. But a lot of times it's like you get to a certain level of authority, if you want to call it that, or responsibility or whatever it is, where it almost becomes pretending, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like if you go into a room of people and uh, thanks, Amy. You're welcome. Oh, Shout out to Amy. It's so good to have Amy back. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Amy. Amy. Amy, thank you. <laughs> the uh, So you need to get the confidence of people and you need to kind of act a certain way and say certain things. And then it literally almost becomes this ongoing performance. Yeah. And I've seen yeah. some, I've seen some GMs and I'm not talking about guys who are like, you know, well, and I just want to interject because it's like 80% performance, but the 20% of the time you have to show up and do the fucking job, right? Like, but there's guys who don't have the 20% know, where they show up and do the job. They're terrible. We, we talk about how terrible they are all the time. What kind of beer is that? David? Original 16. So you actually have somebody serving you things right now? Yeah. So we're really happy to say this. We're really happy. So finally. So we we endured a shutdown for a long time. And uh, we still can't really have guests in the studio with us and things like that. Um, But the Cletus podcast was a disaster because we lost the ability to have Amy. It wasn't we. um, It was David who lost the ability to have his drinks monitored. Yeah. Sorry, which was terrible. But (laughs) basically, we today is the first day in Alberta where we do this, where where our restaurant's open again. And and so we're not in the restaurant, but Amy is able to, uh, more like in-room dining, I guess. She could bring us a drink. So, But she's back today. Um, it's, her, it's her first day back since because she was laid off when we went into the second shutdown. So it's so great to have her back. And yeah, it is. It's nice she, to see her face. She listens to the podcast and we love her and it's, yeah. she's so positive. Can it's we, great to have her back. Can we get her on the podcast saying like she's happy to be back? Like, come on. This is well, the she's first wor- day. She, like she's she's working right now. Yeah, she's, she's you know, get, making a living. <laughs> yeah, get her back. Get her back wonder, and get her to say I something. I wonder if she'd want to be on the podcast. She said she was a fan. Get her, so. yeah, she is. Get her, get her back and get her well, talking. We can't, we can't now because she's in the bar working. Yeah. You'll have to tune into a future podcast. Yeah. Scott. Or maybe later on in this one. Right? We'll get her to say a really quick hello. Anyway, back to talking with Scott Vicarious. Scott. Scott, Scott, okay, Scott. Sorry. So I was, yeah. was going to say on a scale of 1 to 10, I mean, if you could prefer it, you'd rather uh, spend the rest of your life acting than working in a hotel. 1 to 10? No, no. The 1 to 10. Just the one, would you? The yeah. one to ten thing didn't make any sense uh, <laughs> like, because I realized like, I don't write these questions like, down. I just make them up as I go along. That's that's a ten. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely, you'd rather work on acting. So yeah. Looking forward to a hotel career. Then, question is how do you how do you prepare for it? How do you deal with the ups and downs? Because you've obviously everybody who works in hotels has had lots of downs in the past year. Same yeah. with acting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess same yeah. with acting, right? right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't think acting's for the faint of heart. I guess if you were to give advice to somebody out there who was considering going into acting, you know, what advice would you give if you have any um, <laughs> any pearls it, of wisdom from all your experience? Oh, you just completely ignored my hotel question. Yeah, it was stupid. All right. We'll cut that out. <laughs> no, I, I think I my answer can kind of combine all of it. Um, do what you love. Like, really, that's mm-hmm. what, what it's about. Do what you love. There's so many people right now who have money, who 
it's gone away. And then so many people who are trying to figure out what to do, like just do what you love and the money will find a way. Your life will find a way. You will always find a way to pay bills and to do what you want. And maybe your life won't be the same as what you expected to be based on income. But who cares? I don't care if I make $500,000, $100,000, $50,000. If I'm happy, do that. Like, really. Yeah. David really cares because he pays an ex-wife. So yeah, I, I have to pay an ex-wife, but the uh, but, it, but the it, sentiments it, there for I sure. Mean, I mean, and that's a good thing because one of the things I've realized, I suppose, in my life, when you say just do what you love or just live your life the way you want to and stuff like that, there's a lot of people who don't love anything and have no idea what they want to do. That's true, and that's no, yeah. So find out what you. Yeah, I think that's that's so true. No, I agree, but then find out what you love. There has to be yeah. something. Well, and I think to some extent, and I think you alluded to it earlier on. To some extent, it takes risk-taking, right? Like you can't, you have to be willing to take risks and to come outside your comfort zone in order to find that. Right. Because if you, sorry, you have to take risks, right? Because I think you can sort of start out a career in something and just stay there because it pays the bills, but you're not happy because you need to sometimes be able to take that leap of faith. I took the job I'm in now as a giant leap of faith, which many people warned me against. And But if I hadn't done that, I would be where I had to work with David. Right. So, well, no, that was no. pre-David. Yeah, yeah. She, she's been here longer than I have. <laughs> yeah, pre-David. Yeah. She actually, she, I was involved with hiring me. So. Yeah, sucks oh, to be okay. me. Yeah, you should have warned me, Scott. Just kidding, you didn't know him then. to a little bit earlier about sort of uh, putting out what you want into the universe. So what are some of the principles that you live by? Oh, God, that's a big question. Oh, you wow. could answer it. I'm not even sure I could answer it, but I'm still trying to figure my shit out. <laughs> oh, I know the principles. I live by. Hmm. So you obviously um, believe in putting, you know, what you want into the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, that's hard. Principles I live by. Um, man, you're making me look down at the ground and think... <laughs> Um, All right, David, tell us about your principles. Give Scott a chance to think about his. About the principles I live by? Yeah. I, uh, oh, geez, I didn't think this would get asked to me. Well, I believe in, I believe in a lot of things and I guess new age spiritualism, if you will. I believe in the law of attraction. I believe that we're all physical representations of non-physical beings and the energy that we put out comes back to us, Mm -hmm. right? I, I think that if you can think positive thoughts and know what you want and so as somebody who doesn't typically think positive thoughts. I was going to say, that's the challenge, right? <laughs> the, chal- the challenge is, is making sure. And that's not fair to say. I know you guys beat up on me and say that. Sure do, yeah. Jen here and Kylie, another one of our, our folks here, tend to like to beat up on me because I can tend to be, I don't know, bitter and angry and negative. But I'm not really, right? We'll, well take a vote tomorrow and I'll... Uh... Well, because, you, because you guys frequently see me getting frustrated. Yeah. But you don't see me when I'm like, you know, trying to get centered and trying to be calm and I trying to... I don't think you're negative. Yeah, see, Jen? <laughs> he barely knows you. I, I think you get a reputation for being a certain way, and that's really followed me around. Yeah. And, you know, I have a stressful job, and sometimes I get, you know, yeah. I... I, I well, but no, I'm you not... Weren't my, I, you weren't my boss, so I don't, no. yeah. I don't know. I never was, worked with you. He was your girlfriend's friend. But I, I think also that, that <laughs> a lot of people who work with me in the hotel would not always say I'm negative. I definitely think that... I can get angry about things, hmm. right? But that doesn't mean I'm negative. And that doesn't mean that I I don't think that when I'm angry that there's not going to be a cost for it. Hmm. But it's also your the energy that you 
put out into the universe, it's not decided by how you are in any given moment. It's it's like a vibration that you live with, right? Sure. And I would say mine's pretty high. Yeah. And and because of that, my life is pretty good, right? And I acknowledge that my life is pretty good, but I also acknowledge that there's frustrations that come to you, right? That's everybody, everybody's life, you know. My my number one limiting belief, and I think that that's one of the things that Oh, limiting beliefs, this is my jam. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> I think a lot of times when people look at my life's not going the way I want it to and I'm not getting the happiness I want, it's because you have limiting beliefs. And my limiting belief is that I have no idea what I want out of life. And I will accept kind of whatever is in front of me mm-hmm. and be like, well, this is as good as it gets and nothing's ever going to get better. And when, whenever I can get over that and kind of put and say, no, this is what I want to have happen. This is what I want to do. Then I'm aware that my life gets better and the things that I yeah. want to come to me. But I have this like reoccurring limiting belief where I'm like, oh, I'll just accept what's happening. And and I mean, how do you not do that in the past year that we've all had, right? Well, it's been tough. But yeah. look, like through the pandemic, the summer was pretty good. I enjoyed the summer. And then when the summer started to come to an end, we started this podcast, mm-hmm. right? And it it's kind of kept me going and it's kept me sane and it's, you know, provided a lot of fun. And it, everything that I've wanted out of the podcast has come to me, mm-hmm. right? I never said I wanted to get rich and famous doing the podcast. That's good because you're not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, but that's what I said. I said I wanted to have more connection with people. Yeah. And that's happened. Well, you might. We, well, maybe. I might. But I got to a point where I said, and we just did this a few weeks ago, right? I said, you know what? This is really going well. Let's put a little bit more work into it because I'd really like the podcast to be successful. And when you came in today, I said, well, I don't know what the hell's going on. But all of a sudden, we're getting more listenings, mm-hmm. we're getting more listeners. And Jen said, well, where's it coming from? I'm like, I don't know. But again, <laughs> it's the idea that you put something out into the universe and you believe in it. Yeah. And it just comes back to you, right? Yeah, so so that's what I, I live by. I do believe in that as well. Yeah. And I think people who don't are really missing out. But I'm also an eternal optimist. And I find sometimes I'm the only optimist in my life. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Would you say you're an optimist or a, a realist or a pessimist? An optimist or a pessimist, Scott? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Oh. Fellow Virgo. Optimist. Yeah. Oh, Optimist. see, it's, it's nice to hear that. Uh, yeah. See, I'm a Capricorn. That's why maybe I'm a little more resigned. And I don't know if it's like the covert or whatnot, but I'm always like the person like being like, no, everything's going to be fine. Like it's going to be fine. You know? And it's like, everybody's like, oh, you're such an optimist. It's like, like, no, everything's going to be fine. I am the biggest positive person ever. Like I, I just love shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I love, <laughs> life, I love everything. Like <laughs> I love shit. Like I don't care. It's like, yeah. Oh, it's a new day. Awesome. We're going to sleep. Awesome. <laughs> Maybe it's like, the Virgo, I know it yeah. sounds silly, but no. I, I just, everything I look at and everything I do, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. Awesome. Do you find like, it takes practice to be an optimist? Like, do you find that you have to no, make a conscious choice or it no. just comes naturally to so, you? It's always the way I've been. Yeah. Um, and, and I know it sounds, I'm going to get a little bit cheesy and maybe melodramatic my parents always told me whatever i want to do i could do period well they sound like millennial parents look at them ahead of their ahead of their time (laughs) no that was a big boomer thing was saying that to your kids no it's my generation like i i i truly believe if if somebody wants to do something do it you can do Mm -hmm. it and my parents taught me that and that's the way i am is Okay, go ahead. Like, do you think my parents were excited or happy when I was like, okay, I'm I'm 19 years old. I'm going to move to Vancouver and be an actor and everything like that. I got 500 bucks. I'm going to put everything in the back of my car. As a parent, I'm going to, yeah, as a parent, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, no, they weren't. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> but you know what they said to me? Go for go it. Go get them. Mm-hmm. They said, go get them. Like, they loved it. Oh, they sound so, like such great parents. And you're, and your parents still live in Sherwood Park? They're the best parents. Um, and no, they live in Calgary. Oh, they live in Calgary. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said you had family in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah, well, they moved. So, so do you ever consider moving back to Alberta or you're happy in Victoria? He's I trying mean, to make a life in the living there. I mean, right now. I just well, yeah, was, but yeah, but there's not much there's not much David, opportunity to act know, in Victoria. I, I was just I, I was just in Alberta. You, you were? How would I know that? Because I worked at Cananaskis. Oh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I thought you meant <laughs> like, like a week ago. How did we meet? Cananaskis, <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, all right. All I right. I've got two questions. First of all, I Googled your name and it took me to some fucking site and it said that they think you're single. So is this true? No, he's not single. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh wait, I no. shouldn't have answered for him, sorry. Oh. No, I'm not single. To this updated no, I'm website. Not single. Oh, um, well, I, I I don't go on updated websites and change. Well, them. I don't I expect really, you to, but I don't care less. I am. I was going to say my life. How old is your girlfriend? Is she of age? Andrea? She looks like she's fourteen. <laughs> hang on, hang on, Andrea. Can I say how old you are? Yeah. Okay, thirty-four. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's, good for you. I was thinking fourteen, so I'm really happy she's. Oh, she looks. She she looks. Uh, well, congratulations! Really I take it you yet. met her on the island. I did. Yeah. Okay. And second question: When you first saw David, or when you first met him, what was your first impression of him? Oh, when was the first first time I met David? Thanksgiving. Was, well, you guys 20, had dinner it was or something. Seventeen. Yeah, with Joanna, you guys all went to dinner together. You were visiting her. Yeah, my girlfriend. Didn't come with us. Yeah, I don't yeah. think. So you were a third wheel. No, she was at the. She was there. She. Oh, had, she doesn't go for dinner with you. That, that was the time I had the. We went and did the East End of Rundle and hiked it, and I had the big spill coming down, oh. and we all got like way too drunk. Shocker. No, I didn't go with you. No, Remember, but I, I met you. That's when I, I, I met you work. that weekend. Yeah, I met you that weekend because yeah. we went down for yeah. dinner. And I think I that's when I met you. At the lodge. I met you at the lodge. You were in the. Yeah, you were sitting at the high top table. Um, so my first impression of David, actually, um, that was like skinny David back then too. Thanks, Jen. <laughs> thanks. No, it was the gyms I, are closed. All right. I, my first impression was like, okay, actually, I was a bit nervous because I think I was just with Joanna, so I didn't want her to think that like. It was her friend, so I was trying yeah. to be all on my best behavior. So You wanted to make a good impression. Yeah. 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 So did you think he was yeah. funny, or were you like, oh, this guy? He was hilariously funny. <laughs> yeah, take that, Jed. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> he is pretty funny. Got, I will give him that. And then, and then I think he got a bit drunk. No, yeah, that doesn't probably, sound like no, I probably, at all. <laughs> I probably already was. Yeah. Me and Carol Ann, my girlfriend's Carol Ann, uh, who, if you're listening to this, Carol Ann, we're going to surprise you this weekend. You're going to be on the podcast. <laughs> Is this one going to go up before we record with our significant others? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Carol Ann and I, we're, we both love hiking, although we hardly do it anymore, but because we enjoy sitting around a campsite even more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when we first met, we did a whole lot of hiking. We did tons of hikes. And that was sort of the end of the first summer that we were dating. So 2017, we went hiking with Joe because Joe, we wanted to do East End of Rundle, but I'd actually tried to do it before and I couldn't find the trailhead. So Joanna was like, oh, you guys come out and we'll all do it together and everything will be fine. And we're like, yeah, cool. So we do it. And it was a pretty good hike. Um, it was really, it was kind of hard for me. And uh, we got to the top and we start drinking. And I think we surprised Joanna with how much 
Because I told her, oh, we like to drink once we get to the top. But we drank a lot. And then, so coming down was a fucking shit show. <laughs> Caroline and I almost broke up at one point because I think she got sick and tired of us. She took off on her own. And I lost my phone because I fell down the oh mountain and I ripped my new pants. And so I think by the time you saw me, I was well drunk. So if I got oh, okay. drunk while we were sitting there, no, that was just the, the finishing off of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there enough. you go. Well, okay. Just I, it's yeah. been so long since I first met David, so I just wanted to know what other people thought. Most and, people, and in, yeah, most people in my experience don't really like David at first, but they warm to him eventually. Oh yeah, but he'd already known me through Joe. Yeah, That's a true. lot of people don't like. I him actually, first. I actually like David right off the bat. I could see how people don't like him. <laughs> thank you, thanks, Scott. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I get. I, I, was like, I was like, this is weird. Some positive feedback. I can see why people don't like you. Okay, yeah, no, no, perfect sense. No, yeah. I'm, I, I mean it in a nice way. Um, David is a very bold personality. Right, like, yes. and so some Funny, people I don't see that get about myself. seriously. <laughs> so some people get intimidated, but it's it's not like if you get intimidated. Okay, you know what? Get intimidated, and you're a shit. Like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Like, I don't the- care about people who get intimidated. I like David because he's bold. And so, if anybody has an issue with that, see ya. Well, that's basically David's attitude. So, and it, hey, at this point in time, Joanne is gone, and the two of you are still in connection. So yeah, that's there true. You go, that's right? true. Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I want you to true. ask your girlfriend what was her first impression of you, Andrea. Andrea. <laughs> Andrea. Andrea. Come here. <laughs> oh, what a sport! <laughs> Hang on, I'm waiting for her to get up. Come out. They want to ask what your first she's, impression. She's of just me doing is. her homework. <laughs> just talking. <laughs> Talking to the microphone. Be honest. What's your okay? She's shy. He came on a little strong. He came on a little strong. I came on a little strong. They can hear that. Well, you won her over, apparently. So good for you. Did you know he was a celebrity? (laughs) He's not a celebrity. Yes, 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 she knew. Did she watch Breaker High? I mean, she's a little young to watch Breaker High. Okay, Scott. Hang on a sec. Hang on. Hang on. (laughs) We're gonna give her the headphones. Hi, Andrea. Hello. <laughs> Talk it. Yeah, we mic. were just talking about first impressions. So what was your first impression of the celebrity, Scott? Who doesn't think he's a celebrity? Yeah. <laughs> did you watch him on Breaker High? I did, but I didn't you know did. when, yeah. when we started talking. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> Fair. Well, that's, that's, that's the way into celebrities from what I hear. Yeah. Just pretend you didn't know they yeah, were exactly. celebrities? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I've never seen that. I don't know what you're talking about. That's the way into celebrities? <laughs> Well, from what like, I read, what does that mean? <laughs> so you didn't know who he was when you met him, and you said he came on a little strong. Well, we we met on Instagram actually. He oh, he slid DM. into my DMs. Yeah, oh, he slid really? into my DMs. So- so trendy, so trendy. <laughs> no, I, you got to explain to me how this all works. David's looking for his next act. Yeah. Here. <laughs> so first off, I'm I'm old and I don't understand this. No, I'm not looking for another act. But how do you pick up a girl on Instagram? Yeah. What did he say? What was his opening line? Hey. He said, "Do I know you?" Oh. Oh, wait! I got to write this stuff. That's down. like a classic bar, like back in the day when you met people <laughs> in the do bar. I know you? And oh, did you? I've did he know you? Well, no. So long story short, I was having a conversation with a girlfriend, and we were just talking about random people from high school, and we started talking about this guy Spike, who was, you know, like every high school had that guy who was way too old to actually be going there, but he used to buy <laughs> everyone smokes, so we yes. kept him around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. 
<laughs> we kind of thought we heard he died or something. So we were trying to look him up and remember his Spike name was or Scott. Scott. Oh. His name's Spike, but his actual name is Scott. And we couldn't remember his last name. And we we're like, it's Scott something weird. Oh, so we just started something. typing in names. Yeah. And so we had typed in, I don't know, Scott something. And we started going down the list and it was just all these random like Scott's everywhere. And then eventually I got to Scott's profile yeah. And I started looking and I said, oh, he's, you know, like he's tagged Calgary a few times. And I said, no, this isn't the guy. Um, but he had a really cute dog. So I liked a couple oh, of the, the photos of the dog. And then I, I got out of there. And then like an hour later, he messaged me saying, do and I so know you? He won you over with the dog. Um, that's, yeah. And so where were you, where were you living at the hang time? Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I did not win her over with the dog. The dog <laughs> got her attention. Gotcha. And then I won her over with my with charm. Your, with your charm. Coincidentally, his dog's name is Max charm. Ballard. <laughs> is it? No, I'm no it's, it's Lucy. It's Lucy, Lucy. Mae Brown. That's my sister's Lucy name. Lucy Mae yeah. Brown. <laughs> so were you, where did you live at the time? I'm, Not you, I Scott. I Victoria. Victoria. And then, then, oh, and you've lived in Victoria the whole time? Yes. Uh, so were you, Scott, were you living in Calgary at the time or Victoria? Victoria. No, because you just moved yeah. to Victoria. Calgary. I, oh. I chased her. Oh, so you took the job to be close to her. Oh, what a guy. He actually, he flew out here. Um, we started talking and a month later he flew out here. Um, wow. no, it was a month later. It was. I flew out for my birthday to spend with yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. About a month. He flew out here. September 13th. September 13th. <laughs> Wow. That was less than 48 Holy hours from when you sl- when you guys started chatting? Oh, Scotty. You're no, wow, no, you no, really no, – big no, gestures. No, oh. come on. Come on. No, it was not less than 40. I came out for less than 48 hours. Yeah. Oh. We oh. chatted for a long time. Still, you're, you're actually, a romantic. She, <laughs> Why did you stop no. when I called you a romantic? <laughs> I know. No. no. He wasn't sure what wow. to say. No. King of big gestures. I'm impressed. Well, yeah. look at you. Yeah, happy Scott. in Victoria. Scott, you were you. Of course, big gestures. <laughs> it's, it's funny I'm because two. I'm an actor. Two, I'm an actor. There's two things that lots of people would like to be able to have other people say about them. They're a celebrity and they're romantic. Yeah. And both of them, you're like, oh, fuck that. Fuck, I'm neither of those. Yeah. yeah. First <laughs> off, I'm not a celebrity. Yeah. Nobody knows who I am. Second off, I'm not fucking romantic no. at all. No. 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 <laughs> No. <laughs> We're going to out you on this podcast. Yeah, romantic. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It, no. <laughs> We're not updating no. anything. The uh, Obviously, you guys must live together now, or you don't? Because no. you just said you were moving. No. Yeah. So where did you we move to? We live together. Why are you being No, I'm just having fun. <laughs> of course we live together, David. But, you, but like, you, didn't you just say you were moving? Yes, I don't know, we're I'm moving to a bigger apartment. David, what's oh, going on? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> no, I can I'm, try, tell. I'm trying to understand what's going on, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations. What are your Valentine's Day plans? I got to work. No. Uh, of course you do. Yeah, food he, and works, beverage. he works in food yeah, and beverage. Yeah, beverage. Yeah, as if you want. Are you guys, on are your Sunday. restaurants open? No. It's a Sunday. I mean, who's yeah, celebrating? Yeah, we are open. We are open. Um, we're at like half capacity. Andrea is going to hand me an earbud back and she's going to go away and be with the dogs. It was nice um, meeting you, Andrea. Yeah. Nice meeting you, Andrea. She bye. says bye. Um, yeah, no, no big plans. 
because we're going through a move and then I got to get my stuff out of storage from the mainland and lots of stuff going on, new headshots, everything. So we're <laughs> oh, busy. Yeah. yeah okay. So like- let's, I want to go back into the acting thing. What, what do we have for time here? Cause six thirty nine. Oh shit. We're already three, over time. You got three and a half minutes and I'm done. I got to go on to <laughs> access Hollywood next. Ugh, um, celebrities. Hollywood I tell you. Me. God, celebrities. I got, nothing okay. left. I got nothing left. <laughs> We used to have a card game that we would play at the end of the podcast. Yeah, but you but, stopped bringing that a long time. Well, no, because we we run into this, we run, we start running yeah. out of time. Uh, so, last thing I'm going to ask is the oh, yeah, uh, you can ask as much as you want. We started running into like two and a half hours, but th- they're yeah. hour long podcasts, and it's hard to cut stuff yeah. out because it's all yeah. gold. Yeah. It's all gold. Yeah, right. Not so this the. One. Uh, <laughs> At least twenty five percent of it was gold. gold. Oh yeah. no, this is going to be a one two punch, Kevin, and then you. This is what's going to put us over. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, this is good. This is good stuff. The, you know what I've learned because this is our fourteenth podcast. Yeah. Uh, although numerically fifteen because I didn't count thirteen. Obviously. <laughs> when the when the guest does most of the talking, it's a really good podcast. There that's what go. I've that's what I've deduced. I haven't that's really talked deduced. much. No, you have. I yeah. think you have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> okay. so you're getting some headshots done. You've got an agent. What is Jen? Don't make faces at me. I'm gonna look at Scott. What is <laughs> your ideal role? What do you want to get into? There's the. Come on, man. We talked about it. Energy putting it out to the universe. Yeah. You gotta what speak you what you want. Something that Go pays big. money. Something that pays money. No, they're all gonna pay money. Mm. No, you I don't be have a... it. You... No. There is no ideal role because you you don't realize what your ideal role is until you get it, right? Like I want to be a bad guy. I want to be a bad guy in a superhero movie. Is that, I'm not an actor. Is that true though? Like I guess what makes it an ideal role? Is it yeah. the cast? No, is it, it, it the it, it's 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 the cast, it's the movie, it's the script, it's everything. Like I have done I played the jock. I pay, played the boy next door. I played um, the bad guy. I played the leading man. I played all that kind of stuff in the past. Yeah. You don't, the ideal role isn't something that you define. It's something that defines you. That oh, when you go out. What a good you, answer. That's gold. No, yeah. You, you go out and you do it. And all of a sudden you're like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever done. Yeah. And usually it's years after you've done it that you're like, that was the most amazing thing. Like so you, I got this opportunity and I ran with it. So when you look back at your career in acting, what has, what, what role sits with you the most in that regard? That's like a good experience. Can we guess before you say it? Okay. Boston Legal? Boston Legal. I was never on Boston Legal, so. Oh, sorry. I I mixed up. No, no, the teaching public. Boston Public. Sorry, Boston Boston Public. Public. I'm sorry. You know what? Um, I think my career was young enough that I had a lot of things that influenced me. So Boston Public, absolutely. Um, I got to play a bad guy. Breaker High, my biggest. Like a show that got me to where I am. Yeah. Um, Get real. I got to work with Anne Hathaway, who's an Oscar yeah. winner now. You know, I've had such a fortunate and exciting start to my career, and mm-hmm. and the reason why I say start is because I don't feel like it's over. I've the had rest- that. Yeah. There's there's a lot to come. The rest is still unwritten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Wait. Yeah. Isn't that a song? It sure is. <laughs> yeah. 
It was like it was the theme song of Oh the Hills. That's what the theme song was. But but yeah, I don't I I don't think there's anything that would I would say is defining and and it's because I think you always evolve and there's nothing that should define you. And if you're an actor who says that defined me, it's time to retire. Oh wow. Fair. Wow. Can I ask you one Ryan Gosling question before we wrap up? Sure. It's not what's his phone number, so don't worry about that. Um so when you're So when you're acting with yeah, Ryan- and the funny thing is, Gen 100% wants to be like, call him on your phone yeah, right now. Just text me. Just, I just text me. No. I just want to hear no, him no, say no, no. what. No, no. Uh, so when you're acting with Ryan Gosling back in Breaker High, he was obviously the nerdy yeah. character. So did you expect him to <laughs> go from this like little nerdy kid to, I mean, obviously Ryan Gosling today? Yeah. What is Ryan Gosling today? I mean, he's like, hey, girl. You know, like he's kind of a, noted as a stud, although, you know, he's obviously been quiet for a little while, having a family, blah, blah, yada, yada. Anyways, you saw the studliness in him back then? No, I didn't see any studliness <laughs> in him back then. Me neither. Um, <laughs> no, what I saw was one of the most charming, incredibly talented people I so, was blessed to to meet. You know, But he, even then? But even then he was talented? Even then he was talented. Even then he was charming. Even then he was well beyond his years. A little story. A little story. We went down to L.A. when we first started filming Breaker High. And then we had to go down there to shoot some. We had to do upfronts, which is all the interviews and everything like that. So Ryan was under, Ryan was under 16. So his mom said, I will be his escort. So I had the note. And we went through customs and, <laughs> and, and and he got pulled aside and customs, you know, pulled him aside. We we're going down. He tried to, I had to sit in the chair and then they said to him, um, so you're basically a nobody trying to be a somebody. <laughs> oh, and, my God. oh my goodness. <laughs> right. And so Ryan's response was actually, I'm a brother and I'm a son. So that makes Aww. me somebody to them. And then they looked at him and went, okay, go on through. As soon as I heard (laughs) that, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, this is somebody who is beyond his years, who's, who's amazing. So really early on, like when I met Brian, I knew, I just knew. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, that's some good raising there. I mean, his mom and did a really good job. Yeah. So I, sorry, one more question. His his mom. His mom. So do you ever feel. Maybe, maybe cut out the part about his dad because okay yeah <laughs> we'll leave that out that's fine david can yeah. cut we're all, anything we're all yeah. Gonna, yeah yeah we're all gonna google it now, but. <laughs> sure am. so do you ever feel envious for the friends that have made it versus i mean not that you haven't made it but like do you ever feel envy i mean no. it's a normal human no wow no i think why? i would <laughs> why i don't know no, I mean, because right I'm now excited. jen feels envy. Yeah. <laughs> No, I just, I imagine, no. like, even in my own life, just with, like, friends who, you know, further ahead of my career, like, I definitely sort of feel that oh, really? envy sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, just curious. Obviously, when I think about, you know, your, you know, potential friends, I mean, obviously, I don't know who all your friends are, but I think about, you know, the magnitude of success versus, like, my friends and their magnitude of success, You know what? Right? Even, even though I'm going to, I, I want to ask one last question, too, because just to take on okay. this. Yeah. Because Two it's questions. interesting, Jen, that, yeah, it's interesting that you say that you're envious and mm-hmm. Scott says that he's not envious. And I would say I'm not envious of friends of mine that have done yeah. that. I'm happy for them, right? Yeah. But is part of that because you're younger than us? Uh, no, I think part of it's, you know, a long, uh, that's why I'm in therapy, you know, like I think because my limiting belief is I'm not good enough. And so it's like, I'm constantly measuring myself to other people's success. And it's not that I'm not happy for them, but I'm also like, well, why am I not there too? So, so Scott, did 35 year old Scott 
feel like Jen does? Or have you always felt this way? No, I, I, I don't. I don't think I have. I mean, what I would say is this. Um, I'm not envious of anybody, mm-hmm. um, whether it's my friends or anybody else. Like, you know, I wanted to be a hockey player at one point in my <laughs> life. Right. And and I wasn't good enough. So so be it. But what I would say is this is I had and I have an amazing life. Mm-hmm. So why would I be envious of anybody else? Because I am so fortunate to have experienced what I have and to be where I am and to be going where I'm going. So yeah. to me, 35-year-old me, what I will say with you, David, was I was going through a transition. Mm-hmm. So it might have been a little bit difficult for me to understand where I was going and what was happening with my life because I went from one thing to another. Mm-hmm. But that's a learning process. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for sure. So so for me, that's about learning and going, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm ha- I'm having a bad day. Why am I having a bad day? I'm having a bad day because I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm but I am doing this. And it's about learning and growing and experiencing. So for me, envy, thats that will never enter my life because I look at my life and go, I'm the luckiest guy alive. Wow. That's awesome. That's a great perspective. It is. And I think I'm going to end it at that. Yeah, I think that's Because that that's a really great. good place to end it. Yeah. So thank you very much for uh, spending this time with yeah, us. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. it. Now, hopefully we can hook up sometime. And hopefully you get at your... Yeah. It was really yeah. a pleasure to meet you, Scott. So thank you so yeah. much. Did, did, I, you I should at least come look at them. Turn the camera around. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was working from home today, so. Can you guys see each other? I can't tell. Yeah. I'm behind you. Hi, Jen. Hi, nice Scott. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. <laughs> I will become your official <laughs> fan club president, so. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> And then what awesome. I'm really looking, what I'm really looking forward to now is now that you got an agent, you're going to get headshots. You're yeah. Gonna, this now, podcast is going to go through the roof. Well, no, but now you're going to be like the next big thing. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going to get rediscovered, oh. and we're going to be there first. Well, and I, I just, yeah, for sure. And I think you strike me as a very genuine um, person with a lot of wisdom. And I think it was such a pleasure to talk to you. And so I'm, I'm really happy to take the words of wisdom that you sprinkled throughout this session. So words yeah. of wisdom. I'm the dumbest guy ever. <laughs> no, David is. You're, you could be second, maybe, but you're not the dumbest. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Thanks for joining us, Scott. Thank you for listening to the Loose and Conversational podcast. Catch us every week at looseandconversational.com. You can reach us through the website or email directly at opq72 at looseandconversational.com. That's O as in our, H as in our, P as in pseudonym, E as in urn, U as in urn, K as in knob, E as in I, I as in I, W as in write, 72 at looseandconversational, spelt just like it sounds. Bye, everyone.